0: Hello everyone, and welcome to View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Perreco. Our opening song features Sunset Serenade by Cyclone. Albums and singles are available in all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. Each week, we create a place for you to rest your heart by providing the platform for peaceable connection to the most gifted lightworkers, intuitive, alternative healers who will surprise you with something different, something outside of what's expected, innovative and unique. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. take my call at any moment before or during the show you can opt for take my call and jump the long line of callers we are now following the pay what you can business model you pay what you feel our services are worth to you you can send a payment using paypal.me slash p-u-r-p-c-o and add the amount that you want to request a show please write to Claudia Paretko at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, close your eyes and get in touch with the present, the only reality. Feel your body, feel your breath, and let it drift back to the present moment.
1: you 2023. Today we have our, the first episode of our seasonal show, Conversations with the Sword of Truth, Siobhan Nicola. And today we are talking about finding Joan within the process of healing. So when I was talking to Siobhan just minutes before the show, we were she was explaining to me. That many times, healing with joy can really wire your brain towards the positive. Healing with joy or finding joy while in the process of healing is very important. Because in her experience, many of her patients or her clients when they are dealing with all the trauma, all the things are have been bothering in their life, uh, many feel discouraged. Or maybe you feel, and you have feel it too, is that as you start the process of healing, you are only uh, noticing the bad when there is so much good, so much light, so much things to be joyous. And she's going to help us with that. But also, Sia Van offers soul readings from spirit, where spirit's focus will be on the key areas of your life. That requires your awareness and refinement, revealing clues to your greater purpose. So during today's show, Sia Van is offering a 15-minute oral reading to that person that sent her an email, and it would be out of the blue. She's going to pick one to whoever writes to see a fan and you can get a 15-minute oral reading that will help you through the colors of your aura and identify issues and gifts associated with what you're feeling, what you're seeing. For that, please go to uh, write to C van at sovereignmastery at gmail.com. That is S as in Sam, O, V as in Victor, E, R, E, I, G as in Pedro, and in Nancy, Mastery at gmail.com. And now let's bring Sia and also you can go to her website, SiaVanNicola.com. That is even harder. So it's S-I-O-B-S in Brian, H-A-N-S in Nancy, N-S in Nancy, I-C-O-L-S in Larry, A-O-U.com. Ben, welcome to today's show. I am so excited to have you here because you always give us perspective. I like the way that you explain how the life, how the the uh, divine works within you. So thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to be here. <laughs>
2: always a pleasure. <laughs> um, yeah, we feel that today's topic, as you know, we come into Spring, everyone gets a little bit of lift and you know a little bit more sunlight in certain areas and it just brings up the, the feelings of joy. And I noticed for my own healing process um, that when I was going through the, the shadows and when I had so many, many more in the earlier years that um, it was difficult at times to find the joy in the process and so we don't mean that there is really joy in the process there's there's joy that you have to remember while you're processing so what we mean by that is um with the tools that we show people how to use to transmute the negative emotion within the physical body you really work with the tools of the golden light meditation first, and that helps you uh, awaken the spirit within matter. It helps you connect with the truth of who you are, which is the love that you are and the light that gives it life. And so when you do that, and then we get you to working with the, um, the shadows that arise from the depths in the process, this discovery process, most often people will, on something. In other words, something will come into their awareness from a trauma. Now, we're big, really big proponents on not focusing on the story because the story doesn't matter. It's It's how you felt about what happened, not what happened. And that's really important because the mind is always wanting to grab a hold of something, get its teeth into it, and think it to death. And then you've lost touch with the work itself. So... One of the things we reiterate often in the golden light meditations is do not think about what you see and don't think about what you feel, because that enables you to be the presence of love through the process of the transformation of the emotional energy. So it's it's much uh, I was going to say, it's much easier. The more that you do it like anything else, you train yourself like it, like you would when you're playing a violin, for instance. You have to learn how to hold it under your chin. You have to learn the placement of the fingers, and you just work with it a little bit until you find your comfort spot, and, and then you know you learn how to hold the bow, and then it becomes automatic. You know? It becomes very easy. It becomes very streamlined. It becomes natural. It becomes a flow, just like dancing. And this is exactly why people love to do those things, because they're not thinking when they're doing it. So this is another way to help you get there. So when people go through the process of allowing, not going in there for any particular reason unless something comes up in external reality, um, you know, it, it's a way of love is a placeholder. But then what happens is when we when we discover something that arises, then we even after the session of transforming that, that layer of this emotion, we want to think about it afterward. And when we do that, it can really uh, keep us down. It's like it keeps us aligned with the wound. And sometimes that's not easy to do is to really remember who you are. But it is important that we really try to do that Um, because the truth of who you are is this joy. It is the love, the prosperity, and joy. And and everything that's not that is what's not real. (laughs) And so... It's a, a matter of taking your little child by the hand consciously, because all the work we do is about making consciousness conscious. Whether it's awakening the light within the body until it knows itself to be the light that it is, or whether it's working with the wounded child to um, bring the child around to the to the truth of itself, which is that it is light, and there's only light, and it can play, you know, in, in that way. So after these we can allow our, we can allow our energy to stay kind of low. I, I knew that in the, you know before I would feel it like I would be torn open. Now that's really okay in the way that we just know that that's what we where we are and if we have the benefit of being able to be by ourselves, this is a process of love and love doesn't care. it just loves. And so even if you are raw after your work, whatever it might be, It's important that you take the time to continue to work with the the light of love, the golden light in this dimension, to be the nurturing presence of that love to keep you connecting to it again and again and again so the vibration of you doesn't go, you know, up or down, up, down. You know, it stays even. Golden light has a way of doing that. It keeps you on an even keel. There's no spikes and and dips. (laughs) But you can hit some issues within your emotional body that want to bring you down. And so if it's just a raw state, fill it with a golden light. Allow yourself to be uh, calm. Allow yourself to feel love. Allow yourself to be alone. I found it real helpful to do that, to just be alone, to go out and walk. And then, you know, it's more than just thinking positive thoughts, but they really help. It's like speaking from the love that you are to the part that is still wounded, whatever it is, because it doesn't all go away at a time. You know, people tend to go in and they, they, they discover the, you know, the angry child and the child is then able to express that anger and then you transform it with golden light. But that's just a part of the anger. It's not the whole ball of wax. There are many, many levels of, of anger in that one emotion. And there's a whole lot of love loving you between the awareness of what happened and the ability to truly come to forgiveness. So. Um, it's important. I remember in my earliest days, I always had to be in a place where the sun was out all the time because I had to be busy and I had to be creating my joyful experience out in the world because that's how I knew where to find it. And the more that I learned how to connect to the light that I am and work with that consciousness um, of the sunshine, of the sunlight, of this nourishment, um, the less that became important. And now it doesn't matter whether the sun is out or, you know, it's raining for two weeks at a time or whatever. We're all experiencing that anywhere we are on the globe. Like the weather can do anything. But if we make our happiness, our joy conditional, um, you know, it can be kind of tough. And so things don't have to be anything, you know, they don't have to be sunshine and rainbows all the time to feel that. And it helps to be able to nurture the connection of the love that you are. So when you're going through these healing processes, and like for me, it's the way of being. It's, it's the way of life. I just don't wait until something comes up. I'm self-aware enough to notice the wobble within my energy to, to love myself and transform whatever is there, like kind of on the spot. So it does evolve to a much more rapid experience in the way of being rather than a sitting down and having to do. But I find that people do get discouraged, and they don't even want to go into the emotional body. They're afraid of what's down there. And it just the whole point is joy and to love yourself through the process. And if you're just allowing yourself the process, and you're going to find more joy.
3: Let's you know,
1: Sylvan, I re- I remember um and one point in my healing process that I asked myself. It was it was like on those moments of desperation where something. Comes up and again you feel some certain way, and I remember this um, question pop in my in my mind, and it was like, okay, so how much time do you have for yourself? And and when I was asked that question, I was like, well, all the time. And then it was like, aha, uh-huh. like I don't have to set myself to. Okay, I need two weeks to have this results. It's like, how much time do you have for yourself? And it's endless. It's like, I can meditate all the time that I want for myself. And that relieves me a lot of of the idea of, oh, no, I only have two, two days to finish. No, it's like, how much time do you have for yourself? and, and, and it's really
2: healing yeah and love is a way of being and i think that that's a good point a really good point because so many people you know over the decades that i've been in this in this industry you know with this way of life i've observed so many more people that go to weekend workshops and they're just figuring it's going to be over if they keep going to those weekend workshops it's going to be over and it it's never over it's just that it gets easier to love yourself and so people get disappointed they say you know, when I bring them to the Golden Light Tools, they're like, I've been doing this work for this long. And I'm like, yeah, well, how's that working for you? You know, because they're not in a place that they expected to be using the tools that they have. And, you know, um, when I w- came into the healing arts, if you will, my wake-up call it was all about straight-up channeling. And that's what I did in the beginning. And for me, it, my whole path wasn't to be, continue in that way. Um, I was brought to the Golden Light Tools by my entourage that I was channeling because they were encouraging me to go down this other road within myself to realize that I was all that I needed, um, that all I was looking for was actually within me. And so rather defiantly, um, I just said, oh, yeah, well, you know, I feel that's true, but I couldn't make sense of it with my mind. And you really have to do the work to the inner work to arrive at whether that's truth for you or not. And so I did it and son of a gun, it's true.
4: (laughs) And you just
2: keep doing it. But people get really, they get frustrated and they want to throw in the towel because they just don't want to give themselves the time that it requires. And we have have tools now where, you know, we're teaching you how to be that way and stay connected in the moment Um, so you're not getting off track as much as before and I have to laugh. We just go, okay, I'm going to go to this weekend workshop. It's going to fill me up, and then I'll be okay till about Friday. And then, you know, if you haven't really gotten the tools to stay connected within you, then it kind of drops off. And so, or we sit down and we meditate and we connect in the morning and we get up and we disconnect and go right out into the world and then connect again in the evening. But the tools now are really designed to help you stay in that place, that that consciousness of the love that you are, not just with your, Thinking that you're there, but really working consciously with the energy of the being that you are within the form so you can have that experience all the time. And if all you have to do is be consistently in the light of love for everything to come to the truth of itself, which is love, then why would we do anything else? Everything else becomes some other fascination, fascinating way to try to get you to the point of. You know the the piece that you're reaching for within you, and so it's, it's nothing wrong with anything people do. I'm not saying that at all. I think everything, everyone has a piece to the puzzle, and um, we just feel that we have a, a a piece to the puzzle that tends to help even the modalities that have been around for a long time really evolve into a different state. It's like the the transformational piece, the flashpoint of the of the transformation it, it's not a mental exercise it, it's the whole of you working together to reclaim itself as the wholeness that it wants to experience and so this is about the experience of yourself as love where there is joy rather than just knowing that there's joy and continuing to look for it um, we encourage again, people to stay with it
1: we, we have question from someone in the chat, and it's about uh, finding joy where you don't think there is. Like, she she said, here I am, and could you please help me? How, How is it? Can I find a more joyful and abundant job very soon? I am at a job where most people are just harsh and mean. I always do my best to have a better life and don't understand why am i such in why am I am in such a situation when I know that I deserve much better please know
2: oh god bless well, I work with a lot of corporate clients and what what i what they're faced with is being a lovely being uh like this gal is, and um finding the workplace to be anything but welcoming, um, cooperative, abundant, anything like that. And so it's like being having a functional mindset going into a very dysfunctional environment and trying to um, be functional within the dysfunction. So you might as well move back home. Um, you know, that's what it kind of feels like. It's just like, oh, my God, I I thought I left this when I grew up, <laughs> you know, and hear your face with all these reflections again. But you see, we really do create this reality um, from the inside out. And that's why we work with people to show them how to do that from the inside out. Most of what people experience in the way of, you know, working on themselves is outside in. And it's uh, not lasting. You know, you can... You get a massage, and it might just really help your body relax and but then it tenses back up because you don't know how to communicate with the body it's, you know connect these dots to keep you in that state of allowing because relaxation is allowing and so in, um, in this case, we would we would work with this person to um, teach them how to manage their energy and how to uh, pay attention uh, through self-awareness as to how they feel and then show them how to go into the physical body where emotional energy lives and transform it. Because everything in this universe, in this reality here anyway, is um, based in resonance. And so if you have um, being hurt, you know, in a harsh environment, which I know what that's about because that, that was my home life, um, you know, we learn that it's we don't feel safe in our vulnerability and so we, we curl up and curl in rather than expand in the love that we are where nothing can hurt us. So true vulnerability is being able to stand in the love that you are so strongly that nothing can hurt you. And so we show people how to nurture the connection that is inward so they can watch how their external reality changes as a result because love helps reality change but of its own free will and love is the language of wholeness which is different from well i'm going to do this to get that if i do this then it will change this out here which is you know by definition manipulation so love is a different language it it is a way of being and that vibration affects everything around it not because it wants it to change but because it offers it a different vibration so it can So if we go to the office and we're just pushing people away in avoidance, in this dimension, that's resistance. And any time you have resistance, it pushes back. It's a law of physics. And so if you go into the office and you learn how to manage your energy and love, you're in this non-resistant state, which is allowing you. And we encourage people and show people how to keep their energy more inward so that they're not in their head about what's happening. Because as soon as you're in your mind and thinking about the condition, you're part of the condition. When you learn how to manage your energy and stay centered, you know, right above the the navel, right where you can listen to the silence, which is spirit, then you're moving around in a mindless way, which I laugh because I'm all about mindlessness, even though I think it's, you know, I, I, I'm more mindless. I don't like to think. I'm on a need-to-know basis. I listen for the answer I don't go to the head for it so you learn how to pretend you know how to protect yourself by in this non-resistant way by learning how to manage um, your spirit energy and how to communicate with it consciously and I've seen people's absolute lives turn around from when they start working with me and it's you know two two years three years every every week you know for an hour we just take people up and we take people up and we help them raise the bar and raise the bar and they raise the bar and so as they work within themselves with these tools of non-resistance, then everything does change of its own free will. They, they, it has to respond in resonance. And if there's no resistance, there's nothing for that, um, uh, those hurtful conditions to grab onto. So if it, it tries to get your attention, but you're not giving it any attention, and you've learned to love yourself enough that you're not taking it personally, there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in that. So we work with people to help them. It, if you look around, and you, we can get just like this young lady here, you know, it's like, why are we doing this? This is just a mean place, this planet. But really it's about us coming to love within ourselves so that we experience more of that in the world, not, not wishing everybody would change so we could feel better about ourselves. I I hope that was helpful. But, yeah, we we love working with people like this because they're the ones that are here to wake up and be this little light bulb everywhere. It's not about what you do in the world. It's who you are, who you bring to the table. And I don't care what kind of job you have. People think that to be spiritual in the world, to be love in the world, you have to, you know, quit your day job get a minibus and put on Jesus saddles and drive around and do nothing. And, you know, and and it's not what it is. It's it's not intended for that. Not everybody's called to that. (laughs) It's about being in the world as you are right now and transforming your way out of the condition. And if the job is less than satisfying, we think that you're just in a job maybe that was imposed upon you is what it feels like, this this idea about what it means to be successful, this idea about what it means to be able to provide for yourself. And all of those preconceived notions, they're all false. But it takes a, you know, a while to learn how to, to love yourself enough to allow Spirit to give you everything that you want. You just have to be open to receive it. And, and that's a truth I, that was based, I think, in uh, religion. God will provide. I think that's a, actually a Catholic thing. And that is absolute true. But when people hear that, it resonates as truth for them that there's so much ego within them, which is any, any you know, edges, anything good out is what that means, that edges God out, any, you know, that you they stand for. So there's a whole lot of transformation between, you know, you knowing that truth and that truth being the experience that then you live. And so, just honoring yourself where you are, saying I am not powerless in this condition. The power that I have, my superpower is love, and I can go in and see how this love that I am connected to within myself positively influences everything around me. And I can't believe how much nicer people are to me because I'm not in resistance of the condition. They can't that even. Is- they can't even go there. <laughs> that is lovely. So-
1: we have a caller. We have a couple of callers and more people in the chat room. So you want to go with Mary in North Carolina?
2: Absolutely.
1: Hey, Hi, Mary.
3: Thank you for... Hey. Um, I'm so excited to get to connect with you. Um, I've, I, and I really don't know what to ask. Um, I, have multiple, I have multiple health issues. And, um, I'm just, uh, been alive, staying alive, I guess, through the grace of God, through grace of spirit. Um, um, so maybe you can just ask my question for me. (laughs) Um, Okay. So
2: health issues here. Well, I can tell you from my own experience, um, what, how, what we do, the golden light works to overcome these things. So, Everything here is light, that science is now proving that. Many of us have known that for a long time. Finally, it makes sense to people because it's coming through the, the vein of science. Well, I don't care, as long as people understand that that's true. And so when we look at love, we look at it as a vibrational frequency, and it's more than that because it is a consciousness. And when I say it in your terms, it would be the love of God, and in uh, even other people's terms, it would be um, you know yeshua and in other people's terms it would be jesus and whatever it is the it is what this dimension is literally made of is the love of god so there's not anything in this dimension that can't be experienced on that level including things that are happening vibrationally within the physical body now i've had personal experience with several things that I don't go out looking at myself as something being wrong with it. And you see that in and of itself when we get triggered and we're like, you know, there's something wrong with me that needs to be healed. Now, that's not the consciousness of the love that you're proclaiming because that consciousness never saw anything as sick. You know, when when that consciousness saw somebody in their sickness, it, it never saw it that way. It saw them in their health and in that they were healed. So that's what Jesus did. He literally saw them as the truth of who they were and in that they were healed. So if we approach our physical conditions with the consciousness of the love of God, all he wants to do, all that consciousness wants to do is be the presence of love in the presence of that which doesn't know itself to be the love that it is until it surrenders and becomes less and then transformed. I've never found one thing within me you know, no matter how dark that shadow appeared, that, that would not eventually come to know itself to be the truth of itself, that it takes commitment. You know, when something has manifested on a physical level already, that becomes a little more difficult because we get scared and fear is not love. You know, you know, um, you just stand there in love knowing that your wholeness, you have to have a completely different conversation with yourself in order to relate to the, to the condition as consciousness rather than division which keeps the uh, disease alive because in this dimension we're looking at everything as something as separate or good and bad but when you see it for what it really is it changes the way you relate to it it, it happens with the physical healing within myself that I've uh, experienced it happens with the homes that I heal The houses are just like physical bodies. They get emotional energy in them in the same way. And over time, if it's never dealt with, then they just decay and become full of other emotional energy that people want to call ghosts and things like that. But it's really just emotional energy floating around trying to keep you in fear because as long as you're in fear, then it has you in the game of separation. And so there's no separation in love. Uh, and so for, and for you, my dear, I, I would love if you reached out to me on um, in my email. I would be happy to send you a complimentary um, MP3 of a meditation that I have so you can acquaint yourself with the vibration of the love that you are truly made of, um, which is the love of God. And just work with it and allow yourself to relax. Um, allow yourself to relax. I know when I had COVID a couple years ago, I just didn't panic about it. I didn't really care. I just went in and I, you know, because I've been doing this a long time, seeing myself as the golden light that I am and thanking God for my perfect health. Not in denial of or in fear of, but in, in love. And I had a very easy time with it. You know, first three days were kind of a blur because when you're focused in the truth of who you are, you're focused in higher consciousness. And there's no time there. It's beautiful. It just is. And that's what you're made of. And so it's it's what we are as humans conditioned to believe about this reality that gets in the way. You know, and there were so many beautiful um, golden light masters like Jesus and Buddha and things that tried to tell us that, you know, there is another way. But the way that we're taught that way is still in the language of separation. And so it's really just working with yourself to overcome that, to know yourself, to be the love that you are. It's approaching it from a completely different um, language and consciousness.
1: Thank you, Mary.
3: Oh, thank you so much. I will reach out to you. Thank you. This is so helpful. Uh, thank oh, you're you so so, much. so
2: welcome. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Thank you.
5: Now we're going to California, and we have Donna. Hi, thank you. Hello. How Hi.
2: are you? Good. Good.
5: I have a question. Um, at night, and this has been going on for like two months, I'm in an apartment. There's a girl above me. And every, every night I'll hear like heavy, heavy footsteps back and forth. And I was hearing noises in the walls that went away but I'm still hearing the footsteps and then when I wake up it's gone and then I went mm-hmm. upstairs to meet the girl and she's a tiny little thing so there's no way she's making that noise is that the spirit trying to tell me something well you feel like a pretty sensitive being to me I am
2: Yeah, and this is part of what you have not really developed to the extent that you could. I think you're aware of it, but you're also afraid of it at the same time. Um, What you're experiencing are um, definitely echoes uh, from energy that is there. And this is more about you learning how to deal with those things better because there are definitely ways you can do that to get to bring yourself some peace. Um, we we actually teach a six month course on that type of thing. <laughs> Where Real like you can finally get some peace around you get tools, you get information, you get practice, there's homework, there's, you know, all kinds of fun things that you do. But yeah, we we absolutely do. So yes, it's trying to get your attention, but when you don't know what to do with the attention that it you know, with the information, then it can be you know, kind of crazy making. It doesn't feel like you're getting a lot of sleep.
5: No, not really, because I don't think it's that heavy of a sleep because of this. Correct. And that's
2: not really, yeah, it doesn't bode well for you being, you know, being able to be calm within yourself and knowing how loved you are and knowing that you're safe and how to feel, you know, how to be connected to um, you know the love that you are in a non resistant way. It's acknowledging what's there without talk, you know you learn how to communicate with it, not just with the mind because the mind wants to say go away or this and that. And we we show people how to deal with these things. And so then oh. you can get some rest and then you can feel safe and you know we give you all the tools that you need to be able to um, to deal with this more effectively. And then look out Donna because you probably be called to the service in some way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what is, because everywhere you go, you I, have I, these
3: experiences.
4: Where can, <laughs> what can
5: I get a hold of you to find out about these classes and courses?
3: <laughs> well, my website
5: is real, a real good place for that. It's uh,
2: myname.com. And so that's S as in Sam, I-O-B as in boy, H-A-N-N-I-C-O-L. A-O-U dot com. Yeah. <laughs> if, this, wow. if this month is too long for you to take a course, we can truncate it for you and, you know, and do it in three if you'd like. But we'll talk to you about what it is you need. But we'd be happy to help you. And like I say, do you, you experience this more in just places that you live is my feeling.
5: Yes. Yes.
2: That's uh-huh. so
5: true. I do. Yeah, I go to my sister's I experience it. I go somewhere else. Yeah. It used to be marching. I'd experienced marching, but that's gone away. But oh my <laughs> but I have seen spirits before. I have seen them. Yeah. And I have heard yep. them before. I've heard their actual voice in the middle of my head. And, oh, yeah. I'm sure. So Yeah, I can see that. Kind of a medium in a way, I'm thinking. You think? Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's what we, <laughs> we can give you all the tools and things you need so you can help oh, people so. or just, yeah,
2: so don't worry yeah, about that. Great, that. great to meet you, Donna. Yeah.
5: Let me just go over the, the website. It's uh, siobhannicolao com. Correct. Yes.
2: Wonderful. Okay, oh, you can practices. get it on her, on her advertisement. And Claudia's, you know, wherever you got this, this link. She sure can go oh, to her information. It's there, too. Yeah, you have yeah information We'd love there. to help you. Yeah. We would love to help you.
4: Oh, I would love that. Thank, Thank you, you so much. There. I appreciate it. <laughs>
5: okay, you bet. <laughs> you have a nice day. Thank now. you, Donna. Bye. You too, Donna. Thank you, Claudia.
1: You're welcome. And I have a question from the chat room, and this is from the um, – It says it's from a person called, well, not called, but her nickname here is Joy, Fun, and Happiness. If you have a time, C.O.N., can you let us know how do we release shame or negative emotions? Absolutely. Um, Well, we don't like
2: to use the terminology release because it's not as easy to be aware of it and then so it is. You know, you can't cut something off and just see it and, and watch it go away because it's impossible to separate you from that which you are. There is nothing that is separate from your experience. It's all you're experiencing is some part of you. So in the way of shame, when we look at the word release, if you take that word and separate it, you it's like signing a lease all over again. I release it, I cut it off, I move it out, I see it go away. But that's all mental and and finding, you know, holding yourself in some sort of like some part of you is bad. And and the essence of you is love, the essence of everything. There are no opposites in truth. Yes, this dimension is made of duality, but what we call it is a game. And as long as you are in the, the way of seeing yourself as bad. You stay in the game of duality. Instead, what we would teach you how to do through working with you with the golden light meditation and teaching you how to breathe down deeper in that body because we can feel you uh, not breathing deeply at all. It's, It's much nicer for you in your own way to stay in this joy, happiness place. Well, this is the nature of your being, but there are parts of you like this shame that you push away trying to, to uh, you know, and believing that there's something wrong with you and love never sees anything that's wrong with you. And so we would show you how to breathe deeper into that body and feel safe in that body of yours and then show you how to be the love that you are, to approach, to, to be the presence of love that you are for this part of you that is holding on to this energy within the physical body that doesn't know that it too is love. All there is is love. And that which doesn't know itself to be the love that it is. And in the unwavering presence of love made conscious, it will eventually come to the truth of itself. Some of these negative emotions, as I've found doing this work, continuing to do it for over 30 years, and just is the thousands of these different, you know, veils of one, even one emotion that you know it gets the vibrational frequency gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until one day it'll just transform and then everything that would come up that you know the shadow has its its purpose here it's doing everything it can to own as many souls as it possibly can and so it's going to try to mess with your head and it's going to put you in situations where it reflects that shame in resonance that you feel inside of yourself and the most powerful thing you can do is to bring you learn the tools of working with the golden light to transform that energy so it has less and less and less of of, uh, an appearance in your reality and then you'll think you got to it after 10 years and you haven't had it and you're just you know experiencing people who respect you and everything else and then someone's going to come along and it'll be some deep down you know deeper down energy of the same thing but your ability to stay stabilized in the love that you are is so much stronger that you're just able to transform it without even having to sit down and do it. It, it, It's a process that you learn how to work with the love that you are to stay in the form and to be present as often as possible. And so you're in this constant state of transformation, if you will. That's it. So we'd like you to realize that you are all of these aspects and that the shame is nothing to be ashamed about (laughs) it's nothing to separate yourself out from as if it were something that's bad there is a child in there that is holding on to that energy and to let that child know that regardless it was how it felt about what happened not what happened and that it wasn't her fault then there is an opportunity for you to transform this this energy much quicker so we don't have to experience duality here duality here is what everybody believes that we're here just to bang around in but actually there is no such thing as duality there is no such thing as darkness there is no such thing as evil it shows up in a million ways to keep you in judgment because as long as you're in judgment it's got you in the game of duality and the most powerful thing any of us can learn right now is how to just continually be that love know that what's out there is there don't give it any thought because as soon as you think about it, it divides and that keeps you in the game of duality. And there are, we teach people how to get connected, make conscious the love that they are, and then how to address those shadows when they come up into the mind, when doubt wants to take you to the floor. And you learn how to minimize it and minimize it and minimize it. And then you learn how to stand so strongly in your light. You know, that nothing can really get a hold of you. Sometimes you're not going to be perfect at times either. Sometimes we get caught in it, and but then we know how to pull ourselves out by remembering who we are because we've experienced more of who we are because we, it, we make it our lifestyle. It's not just something you do. A lot of people do things to feel love, but it's really love is a way of being. So we teach you how to be the love that you are um, so you can bubble around uh, in the truth of who you are. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of bubbles
1: now with this one. <laughs> let's go to Connecticut
3: and let's bring Kat to the show. What's that? Hi. Hello. Hi. This is, hi. Um, I'm just tuning in, so I'm not sure how you do your reading. Do you just mm-hmm. want a question? Oh, sure. Um, I guess finances, the – well, anything – uh, the last number of years have been extremely difficult and lacking in everything. Um, a lot of crises, misfortunes. In, in your personal life or in the world? Personal life. And um, it seems like almost like a, a contract or astrological cycle. And I know I'm coming out of it. Um, and I'm really ready for abundance in finances, love. I mean, I've just been without so much. Um, Just want to see if you can see what's coming ahead, if I've taken a shift.
2: Well, the thing that we'd like to emphasize about the shift that you're, um, you know, asking for and undergoing is that um, when you continue to
3: tell yourself that you're in lack
2: and that you've gone without and that you still are in without and you're being, you know. You know what?
3: I get corrected all the time. I'm just trying to describe. Oh, I'm not, what this cor- is. I'm not correcting. I'm trying to
2: help let you know, sweetie, that you have more power in this situation to turn it around than you realize. And it isn't just from positive it, thinking.
3: It, it's just um, I, I use those words to describe where I've come from and what I'm, you know, trying to manifest and move forward with. Okay. Well, where are you right now? Um, actually some amazing things, literally like three amazing things happened in one day. So I do believe there's been a shift and I guess, I guess in my head, I'm saying, okay, what's next? What's, what's going to be manifested next? So I'm looking to see, is it finances changing, love coming into my life, peace?
2: all of it can be made manifest in your life by what you choose to focus on. And we really encourage you because of your determination and the depths of your spirit trying to tell you over and over that you're a worthy being to just decide that you're worthy and just take these shifts that are happening like these three good things in this one day and just stay focused on that and tell spirit, yep, I deserve to live the life I want to live, so help me make it happen. And you talk to your spirit in a loving way, you get out of bed every morning, or even before you get out of bed every morning, you just, before you open those beautiful eyes, you just say, you know, thank you, spirit, for coming back into my body, because that's what happens, and giving me another day. And um, thank you for showing me that I am worthy just because I am here, and I am open to receive everything you know good that god wants to give me and and or whoever whatever your language is and just be open to receive it you know right. we see your energy we saw your energy shift tremendously from the story that you told when you came on here and where you are right now and where you're going forward so what i was saying is you just got to make that decision and keep aligning with the joy prosperity and love that you are and focus there and focus there and focus there and you'll manifest more and more and more So, yes, to answer your question, yes, there has been a shift. To move you forward with the shift is just that. Don't tell that story about how long you've been without anything because it just brings the energy to a completely different place. Okay, thank you. You're welcome.
1: Thank you, Pat. Okay, so now we have caller Nuri here. Hi. Nuri? Hello? Yes,
4: I'm here. Do you hear me? Yes. I have a, um I almost have a connection with the angels. Mm-hmm. I can see them as as colors but not mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. And sometimes I hear the uh, um I hear the energy, how it moves. Mhm. And I want to know if I have the gift of listening to them.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, what's really great about about working with the angels is the more that you do it, the more you create what they call a devic seal within your awareness. And so what this does, it's like exercising any other muscle. You exercise the muscle with the angelic realms, and it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger, and then it's just the way that you maintain that connection. You don't have to try so hard. Um, the colors, yes, they're beautiful. This is how they uh, arrive to you to let you know that, through your intuitive the feeling of the of the color um who it actually is, and it's okay if you would like to give them a name um because when you establish a relationship with them in the way of color or name, um then you can strengthen the relationship you have with that angel. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we call the Archangel Michael, Michael, and the more we call on Michael, the more that we get the energy of that name, you know, and, and being as Michael. But in truth, they really don't have any, you know, form or name. Okay. But it's a good way to continue. So um, you're asking if you have the ability to listen to them? It uh, sounds like you already do. I think so, but I don't know how to
4: do it. The first time I have the... Um, um, uh, journey I have a, I was I was I was having a, a, in a group that the, we are we are starting to be a Wicca the witches mm-hmm. and my teacher told me that I have I, I need to have a, a guidance in the sky and a guidance in the earth uh, my brother uh, he was he, he died Many years ago. So, in my heart, I say I want him to be my guide in the sky. So, in one meditation, I feel that I was, I was, I, I, I feel the the energy in that time. With uh, it was cold or it was hot, and I can see mm-hmm. uh, in my, I see him like coming near me, and suddenly. He sits beside me in my bed, and I can feel how the bed bend down. And then I, I hear a dog barking, and he stands behind me. And it was awesome, but at the same time, I was afraid. It was like 10, 10 years ago. Okay. I don't know if I still have those years. Are you still, still have are you still practicing I love, Wicca? I love, oh, I love all the shelters. I love fairies. I love all Great. the magic.
2: Okay, wonderful. And so, yes, you do have a way to communicate, but what we invite you to do so you're not afraid and you really are more discerning about what you're working with is just to take advantage of the earth and get grounded in it. And learn how to not interpret everything that you receive so much with the mind because when you start thinking about what you see and thinking about what you feel, you lose connection to the energy. And so when you just learn to be, you know, grounded in your body on the earth, when you do that, you're, you're very much more aware of all the realms that there are. I don't care whether they're in the sky or the earth. You'd be very much aware of what is around you. And then through the the art of learning how to listen rather than to ask, you then receive more of the information they're trying to give you. So, yeah, you certainly have a, a knack for this, and the fact that you love all of the ceremonies or whatever you do is wonderful. But all we're saying for you not to be afraid is to be more discerning, and the discernment will come with you learning how to really ground that energy down in the body. If something feels cold, it's typically not from the highest realms. Why? Why feel it? Um, I don't know why. Uh, That's just been my experience, that it's just never been from the highest realms. It's been an emotional imprint here um, of a lower nature. So the cold comes. Sometimes that might just be how someone interprets, you know, uh, someone from the past. But I know that, um, you know, like I have a spirit talk coming up here this Sunday and we just, um, we give readings to everybody that comes. We have a 22 limit to the crowd because I give a reading from someone who has passed in their life to every single person. So for two and a half hours, we're just streaming spirit. And, um, you know, when I've gone in and and, and it's really fun and everybody, but it's from a very high vibrational frequency. Um, When I've been in houses and things where there are things that have been happened, where there's trauma or drama, um, then the energy tends to be cold. Um, You know, that's how Mm -hmm. it lets me know that that it's there. A soul is there. Um, It's
1: through cold. So
2: it could be different. You know, it's not the same for everyone. But that's, you know, but discernment is really key. And this is how I've learned to know what is afoot in my experience is by grounding my energy without thinking and just allowing myself to be present to what is. And it will tell you. You just have to wait for it <laughs> because the mind, you know, it just wants to grab a hold of everything just wicked fast. And, <laughs> and you know, and then it thinks and, and then you've lost connection to the answer. So I think with all everything you've got, just Keep grounding, and, and you'll get better and better at this. There's nothing to be afraid of.
1: So, Sylvan, in your experience, when you experience uh, a or call, if it's called, is that when that soul in, needs to go into the light? And then when it's warm, is it because it's already in a higher realm or how would you describe
2: it? Well, you know, it depends. It depends. Like as I prepare for these spirit talks that I do, you know, there are energies around me all the time. And, um, uh, well, there's energy around me all the time anyway, but you know what I mean. It's kind Mm -hmm. of preparing me to be able to deliver their messages. It tends to be of just a much lower nature. Um, What was the question again?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, when, so when you experience a, a present that is cold, do you mm-hmm. help them go into the light? Oh, okay.
2: I don't do anything unless I'm asked. I don't see anything as needing to go anywhere. Okay. I see it as perfect the way it is. But if I'm in a situation where something is making itself known to me, then not through thinking or telepathy with this being, but through just listening to the silence within me, uh, I know what I'm supposed to do or not in every single case, and every single case is different. Um, there are, you know, energies here that are very much entrenched. The, you know the soul that's left behind is very much entrenched, has a lot invested in being here. Um, so I don't help anything unless it's really asking me to, um, to help it.
0: Yeah, and that's I,
1: great advice because, you know, what you're saying is you follow your intuition within you. You have the answer of what to do. And because many times what I have seen in, in, and I've done it myself as well is that you look for someone else's answers and the answers are within, Right.
5: Yeah, and, you know, I never
2: took a class on any of this either. Spirit, my whole life, I was born this way, and I they I didn't even know I was a medium until they started calling it medium, <laughs>
3: because I've always
2: been <laughs> this way. I mean, that's what I thought. I mean, I pretty much thought I was crazy the first 20, you know, almost 30 years of my life. Um, but it's just because of my multidimensional experience, and I didn't understand what was happening. And so... Um, I, so I didn't have anybody to talk to because I thought I was crazy initially. So how do you tell everybody around you who certainly thinks you're a freak anyway? My whole life, it was about, you know, my mother not knowing what was wrong with me. It was, there was always something wrong with Siobhan because the energies around me, uh, even before I even had a glimmer of who I was as the being that I am, um, it didn't know how to process the intensity of the energy in my environment. So I would get sick. My body would just get sick. And so, you know, it was very hard for me to live not only in my my household, but in the environments that I was in. And so, um, you know, that's how my body dealt with all these things. And so there was no one to really talk to about it. It was just this internal experience the whole time. And then when I, you know, started, woke up in 1988 and started playing uh, around in intuitive development and things like that, um, it was still that way because I was still kind of keep to myself and do these things. And there wasn't... A whole lot of people in my environment that I could ever speak to. People kind of knew what I did, but I didn't discuss what I did with other people. It was something that I've always done because it's who I am. And then it became like a a shingle. I hung a shingle to make it out there to make it more available to people. And so, um, (laughs) yeah, I just learned to listen because that's how I was trained. And in in you know the biggest you know one of the biggest jobs I've had in this in this work is he always puts me in these situations. I mean, there was a time where people were, you know, I was renting part of a house from somebody and they knew who I was and or saw who I was and knew the work that I was in, and so they would rent it to me, you know, and because they knew that there was something there. And i it was kind of clueless at first, because I don't think that way.
4: I don't try to use people like
2: that, but you know they would put me in a position um, you know, and then i spirit would kind of guide me, you know I would see what was there, and spirit would guide me as to how I needed to deal with it but in in here uh, out here in Massachusetts, um I ended up being put in a position uh to uh, with a job I had at the time, unbeknownst to me to transform the energy of the Boston Strangler, and I had no clue. I don't look things up. I'm on a need to know basis, and that's really how what works for me. You know, it, it, you don't go looking for anything. I don't because it always finds me, and um, then I just know what to do in the moment. And no case has been the same. Not one house. Not one person. Not one situation. And so it took probably 18 months to deal with that energy of the Boston Strangler. Um, it took me a while to realize because it didn't it, it, and it, and. Re- it unfolded um, what I was dealing with over time because I don't think about it. Because as soon as you think, you're pushing against it, and that's what it wants you to do. And so you just let it be, and you let it be, and you let it be, and you just do what you're being called to do. And you don't, you know, you learn how to build a real trust with your inner being, with your spirit in that way. You just really do. And so it's always within if you just learn how to listen. So um, the tools are really good to have. If this is your experience in the world, it's really good to have tools. Um, to work with, just so you feel at peace in different environments. But, you know, when you're called to to action, um, then at least me, it's like listen and obey, is how I would describe it.
1: (laughs) And if someone wants to work with you, can you share one more time how to reach you? And also, we want to let people know that you're coming back in June. Your next uh, show is June 23rd, so just Mm -hmm. put it on your calendars and can you share how to get in touch with you? And do we
2: yes. go to the same website if we want to be part of this Sunday event? Um, yes. There are, like, a few spots left. There's a couple of spots. Let's see, probably three or four left. And you just sign up, and it's, it's live, but it's also over Zoom. So I address everybody on the Zoom and at the place that I'm doing the event. Um, so you can get a hold of me there's a couple of things I'd like to say actually Um, I am on Instagram which I would love you to uh, go to my Instagram and like so it is my name, Siobhan Nicolau uh, T-S-O-T which is the sword of truth so find me on Instagram and please like my page on um, Facebook it's Siobhan Nicolau the sword of truth spelled out, please like my page Um, it's Anyone would like to, uh, you know, to help me out with that, to grow this um, awareness of this wisdom and this consciousness, um, please do like my page. And anybody that, um, you know, does that, I would like to gift them a code they can use for 15% off on any um, service or reading or anything that I have. So, um, so Siobhan Nicolau, The Sword of Truth Facebook, Siobhan Nicolau, The Sword of Truth, I also have a YouTube channel, Siobhan Nicolau YouTube, and so go to the YouTube channel and you can hear me speak about different things, which is always fun. And please also subscribe to my page. Um, and my name, uh, SiobhanNicolau.com, is my website. And if you'd like to sign up, be one of those. Boss, uh, it would be great to have you there for the Spirit Talk. There's so much fun. I love these things. So it's S is in Sam, I O, B is in Boy. H-A-N-N-I-C-O-L-A-O-U. So thank you, all of your callers, all the callers today for your um, questions and your support. Appreciate it.
1: That's right. Thank you so much because your time is the most precious thing you can give us. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye.